Please join in our entrance hymn number 260 for all the saints. the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the whole church celebrates the feast of St. Peter and St. Paul, uh, transferred from the uh, 29th of June. Of course, this is one of the great feasts of the church itself. Uh, The church is built in a special way in the faith of Peter and Paul, And, of course, that's handed on to us, uh, a great gift. Uh, The torch of faith is handed on to each of us. Please remember in your prayers of today's Mass, uh, Michael Martin, whose anniversary is at this time, and also Margaret O'Reilly. And please also remember a young uh, lad from uh, Blanter who drowned in the Clyde just a day day or two ago, uh, Ryan Mulroney. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. 
give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Let us pray. O God, who on the solemnity of the Apostles Peter and Paul give us the noble and holy joy of this day, grant, we pray, that your Church may in all things follow the teaching of those through whom she received the beginnings of her religion. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. King Herod started persecuting certain members of the church. He beheaded James, the brother of John, and when he saw that this pleased the Jews, he decided to arrest Peter as well. This was, the de- this was during the days of unleavened bread, and he put Peter in prison, assigning four squads and four soldiers, each to guard him in turns. Herod meant to try Peter in public after the end of Passover week. All the time Peter was under guard, the church prayed to God for him unremittingly. On the night before Herod was to try him, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, fastened with double chains, while guards kept watch at the main entrance to the prison. Then suddenly the angel of the Lord stood there, and the cell was filled with light. He tapped Peter on the side and woke him. 
Get up, he said, hurry, and the chains fell from his hands. The angel then said, put on your belt and sandals. After he had done this, the angel next said, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. Peter followed him, but had no idea that what the angel did was all happening in reality. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed through two guard posts, one after the other, and reached the iron gate leading to the city. This opened of its own accord. They went through it and had walked the whole length of one street when suddenly the angel left him. It was only then that Peter came to himself. Now I know it is all true, he said. The Lord really did send his angel and save me from Herod and from all that the Jewish people were so certain would happen to me. The word of the Lord. reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. 
My life has already been poured away as a libation, and the time has come for me to be gone. I have fought the good fight to the end. I have ran the race to the finish. I have kept the faith. All there is to come now is the crown of righteousness reserved for me, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not only to me, but to all those who have longed for his appearing. The Lord stood by me and gave me power, so that through me the whole message might be be proclaimed for all the pagans to hear. And so I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from all the evil attempts on me and bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do the people say the Son of Man is? And they said, some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. But you, he said, Who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. There was a video on the BBC news site uh, over the last uh, few days. It was just a minute long. It was from Turkey and uh, featured something that happened uh, just a short time ago. The camera was obviously one of those CCTV cameras, uh, maybe positioned on the street or fixed on one of the buildings that caught what had happened. It clearly wasn't a wealthy street that was being shown cars on either side, flats all around, people uh, walking about. 
and you become aware of a young man in the video who is walking along. Suddenly, suddenly he looks up uh, and is watching something from the flats above his head. Uh, he doesn't look concerned, but walks onto the pavement and in a second holds out his arms. And into view comes a small baby that has fallen out of one of the windows above. He catches the baby and stops the baby crashing to the ground. As it turns out, uh, this is a two-year-old child who has crawled away from her mum uh, in the flat above, two levels up, uh, gone to the landing and then fallen out uh, through the window. And the young man himself, who had been watching, simply caught her in his arms. He was very modest about what he had done, uh, said that everyone in that same position and anyone would have done the same thing. The parents and everyone regard him to be a hero, and so he is to have done such a thing, to save a life, to step forward and do the right thing. Another video and another picture that most of us saw uh, through this week, uh, last week, was unspeakably sad, of that father and the young child face down in the water in the Rio Grande, in the border uh, of Mexico and the United States. Migrants who had hoped for a better life, who had travelled obviously many miles, knew terrible deprivations for all to end up in such a terrible way and fashion. People who had dreamed of a better life, and of course uh, they kind of symbolise many other people who likewise in the world uh, are dreaming of that better life as well. People who go into overcrowded boats in wild seas or put themselves into the hands of unscrupulous people who do them harm, that they can barely trust with their safety, let alone to get them to a place of safety. For the young baby uh, falling from the house, a hero was at hand. For the young man and this young child who drowned in the river, there was no hero, no one to save them from this terrible tragedy, no arms to fall into, and no one to catch them as they fell. We could wish, couldn't we, that there would be more heroes in the world, more people who would do the right thing, more people who would be brave enough not to turn aside, more people who would catch others, who would save others from crashing to the ground. The young boy was right in a way, wasn't he? He did what anyone would do. And everyone has the ability to do the right thing and to be a hero. Everyone can do brave things and heroic things in their life and end up with good results. Today, the church celebrates two of its heroes, two of its champions, two of its great saints, St. Peter and St. Paul, Unlikely kind of heroes in some way, you would say, both impetuous, both stubborn, and both very often getting things more wrong than they did right. They often put their size 10 sandals in it. But they have courage and they have endurance and selflessness and resolve. They very often put themselves in the firing line. They very often are human shields that protect other people. They become, for all their shortcomings, God's instruments. They hold out their arms 
They catch those who fall. They save others from crashing to the ground. What makes you a hero? What makes you do those selfless things for others? There is clearly good in everyone, and that good placed by God in our hearts often comes out, especially in times when we least expect it, in moments when it's most needed for others. And in a way, you can't hold it back, just like the young boy who declared that he did what he did and anyone would do the same. In that moment, he couldn't contain the good that he was about to do to save that young baby's life. He instinctively stretches out his arms and catches the young baby and saves her from crashing to the ground. Everyone has the ability to do courageous things. Everyone has the ability to do selfless acts. Everyone can be heroic in their life. In the end, very often, you simply can't help yourself doing it. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For as men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. On this holy solemnity, we bring our prayers for all our needs. For our present Holy Father, Pope Francis, that that lights in Peter, whose successor he is, he may give encouragement to all who walk with Jesus. Lord, hear us. For the church which strives to be faithful to its mission, that St. Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, may keep the church ever aware of its role to go out to the nations and bring the message of good news and peace. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious For the suffering and persecuted church, that the courage of many members of the church throughout the world may strengthen us for the daily trials that we face. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear us. For the courage to continue to do good in our life, especially by courageous acts that save others from falling. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear us. For all who have died, Ryan Mulrooney, 
Julie Curley and James McKenna, and all that we are asked to remember in prayer. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, on this feast of the great saints of the Holy Roman Church, who preached there and were martyred there, we ask you to strengthen your church once again to carry the message of good news and peace and joy to the world. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please join in hymn number 378, I Watch the Sunrise. sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the prayers of the Apostles, O Lord, accompany this sacrificial gift that we present to your name for consecration, and may their intercession make us devoted to you in celebration. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, 
Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for by your providence, the blessed apostles, Peter and Paul, bring us joy. Peter, foremost in confessing the faith, Paul, its outstanding preacher. Peter, who established the early church from the remnant of Israel, Paul, master and teacher of the Gentiles that you call. And so, each in different way, gather together the one family of Christ, and revered together throughout the world, they share one martyr's crown. And therefore, with all the angels and saints, we praise you, as without end we acclaim. sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have, ple- who, who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life 
when we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Show 
Please join in hymn number 133, A New Commandment.
Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, who have been renewed by this sacrament, so to live in the church, that persevering in the breaking of the bread and in the teaching of the apostles, we may be one heart and one soul and made steadfast in your love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number 246, Faith of Our Fathers. <laughs>